Hey guys, it's your girl Eb, and welcome back to another episode of the More Than Conversation podcast, where we do life together and talk, talk about, about it. it. I know y'all see the new setup and everything. Don't be alarmed. We just needed a new shift, a new season, new vibes, new things. So you know, happy fall or whatever. I don't even think we acknowledged that we was in fall yet. But yeah, I'm here with my amazing co-hosts. Please introduce yourselves. Hi guys, it's Ashley here. Yeah, you see, it's your boy Ash. Take it easy. Yeah, it's your boy Trey. We did it my way. We did it every day. And how are y'all doing today? You know, doing pretty well. Um, a little, a little tired, but I'm here. I'm good. Same. I would say life is pretty good. I'm enjoying living right now. Praise God. In Praise the words God. of Nerly. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, I'm currently hungry. Uh, but my day was cool. It was, it was, Not I could say food. relaxing. Yeah, yeah. You know, life or other people have tried to throw things at me, but, you know, God got me standing firm, you see. So, everything good. Well. Firm. I don't Straight. know what y'all Solid on the rock. But yeah. I'm just happy I don't have to hold my mic anymore, mm. to be honest. I mean, it, it didn't was even cool, click. Yeah. but, like, now we have freedom to express with our phalanges that's what fingers yeah yeah i think so yeah. okay i just wanted that's to the make right sure terminology, i think yeah i just wanted to make sure but i'm good to got back into the gym this fingers. week so mm-hmm. i feel ashley on the tired because ashton and i have been doing a horrible job at like being intentional about the time we go to bed so it's either 9 45 or 11 and we'd be up like past 10 or like past 11 when we're supposed to be already in bed. Don't look like that. You know we do not, like, we're supposed to go to bed at least at 9.45 to be up by, like, 5.45 to have that eight hours. And we don't go to bed until, like, after 10. Right? Anyway, moving on. So, y'all. So, um, last week, last week Sunday in church, um, Lewis, the creative director at our church, gave, like, a good word. We are on a series in church about sex right now. Um, and he used this quote that has stuck to me. Um, so I'm going to share it with y'all. It is a C.S. Lewis quote. And if you don't know who C.S. Lewis is, um, like Lewis said um, in his um, teaching, he's the guy that made like Chronicles of Narnia um, and things like that. He did a lot more things. Um, but the quote says... It would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what, it, what is meant by the offer of a holiday at sea. We are far too easily pleased. And um, y'all don't mind me checking my watch. I do this just to make sure that the phone is still recording. But um, the biggest hit for me with that whole quote is we are too easily pleased because it just, to me, shows how we are pleased by everything else in this life, in this world around us, but not with Jesus. Like, we don't realize it, but in our everyday lives, we kind of are telling Jesus that what he did for us on the cross isn't enough. And we kind of tell God, like, 
what he has to offer us isn't enough. So instead of like seeking that peace that surpasses all understanding and that joy, we settle for less. And anything the world offers us is less than what God has for us. Um, and it was such a convicting thing for me because then it made me reflect on my relationship with God and where I am. And it made me ask myself, how many things am I pleased by outside of like God and God's power and his will for my life? Um, and then it made me ask myself, am I wholeheartedly seeking God? Um, like, is he the one that I'm seeking? Because we all know, I don't want to call it cliche, but the famous verse, um, Matthew 6, is it? Seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Um, in Jeremiah 29, 13, if you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. So it made me ask, like, am I being too easily pleased by what the world is offering me or am I seeking God's kingdom first? Am I wholeheartedly looking for him? And if I'm not, then what is stopping me? What in my life is so much more important than my relationship with God that is stopping me or prohibiting me from seeking him with my entire heart and my entire being? So because I've been asking myself that question, I would like to pose the same question to y'all. Like, where are you at? Fully transparent, we being hot, honest, open, and transparent. Where are you at right now with your relationship with God? Are you seeking him wholeheartedly? If you are, share how you're doing that. But if you're not, tell us why. What's, what's stopping you? Um, so I actually like that question a lot because it immediately made me think of the fact that I have trust issues. And I not only have trust issues with people, but I have tr I project those trust issues onto God. So whenever I'm seeking him, it creates like this barrier between us that I can't seek him with my whole heart, like to the fullest. But I found that with me, like the key was to be self-aware because I catch myself doing it. It's not just that I, I'm just allowing it to happen, like the trust issues to take over, but when I catch myself um, um, having these trust issues, then I'm like, okay, God, like, I see that I'm having these trust issues. I bring it to him, actually, mm. so he can help me with it. So, actually, like, right now, I do think I'm seeking him, like, with everything that mm. I have. And holding yourself more accountable to, yeah. like, that it's giving, well, well, trust issue. <laughs> I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like that you like try to hold yourself accountable to it though and you're like more self aware. Yeah. And then you can ask yourself, Whoa, am I trusting God? But yeah. like my question would be like, what do you think what do you think stops you from well, it's helping you to trust him more, the self awareness or like reading his word more? Um so I've like done like research on just like how do I trust God more? And what I've found, like, over and over again is knowing his character. Mm. Yeah, because when you know the character of the individual, then you know that you can trust them. That's true. Yeah, you don't even have to, like, you don't even have to think twice about it. So I think for me, like, my, what I'm trying to do now to mm -hmm. help my relationship with God is just to see, okay, what qualities 
what are the qualities of his character and in those moments when i have the trust issues mm-hmm. just go back to that see would god do this to me would god make me would i don't know like would god make me feel these negative emotions that i'm feeling right now mm. or would he make me feel these positive emotions right you okay. know yeah what about y'all too y'all seeking god wholeheartedly or do you think you're giving it um you're all i would say when i'm on edge there's a possibility that i may not see god first like on edge as in i say i'm I'm having like a hard day like most times i do but we all have like a point where we reach where it's like everything just shut down we see black or, or red or whatever so i wouldn't make it seem like i'm perfect so there are times where i do have to i guess take like 10 seconds to breathe and be slow to anger and slow to act and quick to forgive mm-hmm. so i i do i could say like i do fumble at times but most times like when i'm having a hard time like I would try to say a prayer or I guess sing uh I guess I don't know get some quiet time find a scripture like something of the sort like just to ease myself ease my mind just to get back to where God want me to be so yeah there's the I guess yin yang left and right side of it yeah okay yeah, well, for me, um, no, I'm not seeking God wholeheartedly. And I think that's because I'm more so used to leaning on my own understanding of, you know, everything. So, you know, like I said, everything that I take in visually, you know, auditorily, whatever, like, because it's my experience, I usually, you know, try to go through everything leaning on my experiences and so because of that, I guess in a way I could say I forget about God sometimes. Mm. See what I'm saying? Because it's only after a situation might happening, I could have thought to myself like, wow, I didn't even pray about it. You know, oh, I didn't even, you know, consider what he might have wanted me to do in a situation, you know, mm. because first and foremost, my first thought is All right, I feel this way. I should react this way. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And so, um. Yeah, I think so it comes down to me remembering God, remembering his word, and basically making him more present and, you know, more present in my life. So, but when I do remember him, like, of course, you know, first thing I do is say a prayer. And then when I do remember God as well, I have a lot more patience because, mm. you know, I don't want to make the wrong decision now, now that I'm considering everything and not just myself. So, yeah. That's so good, and thank you for actually like being honest. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we aren't honest um, with ourselves and where we're at with God. And um, I feel you on the forgetting God part, because I am currently trying to like I wouldn't say train myself, but like renew my mind in that aspect of before you talk to anybody about it, at least go to God about it to like at least when you go talk to somebody about it, God would be present in that as well. And he could probably help that so person true. and give you like insight. But for so long, um, 
I have ran to people before running to the feet of God or mm-hmm. the feet of Jesus. Um, and we don't realize that in a way we feel like people can do more for us than God can. Or like we can do more for ourselves than God is able to do. Um, and last night, even at student services, um, one of the, um, I guess we could call her a young adult now, Layla, she was just like, um, she when she goes through stuff, she um, is like, God, do you see this? And God is like, do you see me? Mm-hmm. And we forget that God is huge. Like, he's so big. And um, I guess this has been something that has been really on my heart because being lukewarm especially in our age group is such like it's such the norm now Mm -hmm. um and it's scary i saw a tiktok today where this young man was like um the reason why we don't have a lot of people um wanting to be like believers in christ is because they don't think their life will be any different if they follow god because we're doing everything that they're doing so to them, it's just like, I don't need to follow God if my life and your life are literally the same and you're not doing anything different. So we're still fornicating, we're still drinking, we're still being petty, we're still gossiping, we're still harboring hatred in our heart. We are still just living in the world, living in sin, but claiming Christianity. So when they look at us, we're not an example of Christ in any way and we're lukewarm. So mm. it's having a form of godliness and ignoring his power. So to them, it's just like, you want me to follow this Jesus, and your life ain't even much better than mine. But if we go back to the Bible back then, you could tell in the lives of people that they followed Christ. And not even by what they had, by their character. You know Joseph followed Christ, because I don't know how you go to jail and be the head of the jail. I, I don't know I, how you have the grace to forgive your brothers I without think that's God. Why. Like, um, when we talk about religion mm-hmm. or following God, a lot of the people who are outside of, I guess, Christianity or believers or sons of God, or however you want to word it, like, people who are on the outside from other practices, they usually say Christians are the biggest hypocrites. Because throughout history, it's been Christians who have been like flip floppy. Other religions, like it's really hard to persuade them to do anything that goes against their religion. Facts, like, like if goes, they don't eat pork, that goes they against don't what they pork. do. Like it's really hard to 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 get them to sway away yeah, from that. Wow. And yeah. when other people see people who follow God, mm-hmm. uh, our Lord and Savior, like it's like. Oh, I thought you wasn't, wasn't doing this. I thought you were supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. Or aren't y'all supposed to, you know, and so and so and so? Like, it's not that serious. Who told you that? Yeah, and and I feel like that's why, like, it's so much push and pull and so so much controversy because we're not being great examples or or great yeah. ambassadors of 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 God because that's so true. Like. I guess you could say um, like uh, a nation or, or a force is only as strong as its weakest link. And when you have a lot of weak and flip-floppy Christians, then people are going to be like, oh, y'all, ain't, y'all, y'all, y'all jokey. Like, 
this ain't a serious thing. Like y'all ain't y'all ain't serious about this. Let's just uh, yeah. just uh, I feel like it this type of day, and type they, of type of thing. They're gonna think they can do on. it too as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. They'll use your your lifestyle to justify their lifestyle. So yeah. if you are um, fornicating and you're trying to tell them you're supposed to wait um, to have sex until marriage, they're gonna look at you like, or not even you're fornicating. They know that you are, but you claim Christianity. But they know in our belief, in our faith, that you wait until marriage. Yeah. So they're going to look at you like, oh, well, if you can serve God and do this, then I can serve him and do the same thing too. And it's just like, I wholeheartedly agree with what you said. Like, because a lot of other like belief systems, like you really cannot get them to do like anything outside of the standard of what they believe but when it comes to a lot of us in this walk with god professing our faith it's just like i know jesus is the standard but i think we forget that we are the first example of christ that people see yeah so when they look at you they should be pointed upward when they look at you and your life and what you possess, not just physically, but like personally, when they see the light that you shine, when they see the faith that you have, the joy that you always like exude, like, oh my God, where do you get that from? And then you can point them not to yourself, but to God. It it was a teaching from um, the late Miles Monroe where he was saying like, we're supposed to be representing a kingdom mm-hmm. and the basic, I guess, purpose of a kingdom is to go out and spread and, and make other kingdoms, basi- basically making colonies. And all throughout history, the main kingdoms that we know of did that, not saying it was the right thing to do mm-hmm. in how it was done, but with God's kingdom, that's what we're supposed to do. And once you reach a colony, it's supposed to represent what the actual kingdom should look like. So each kingdom has a general, a governor general, or no, not all. Each each colony has a governor or a general. And that's basically what Jesus was like. Even though he was God himself, mm-hmm. he still came here yeah. as the governor mm-hmm. to set things straight mm-hmm. and to tell people, hey, like, this is how my father wants this place to, to look yeah. because this should be a representation oh, of the my, kingdom. Right. right. And we, as believers, should be the ambassadors of the governor general. Yeah. So we should also follow suit and carry out his commands, carry out his what the the duties that he has us to do. I mean that he's asked us to do. Yeah. And just like to piggyback off of what you said, like just that whole be representing the kingdom as believers in the Bible it really talks about how God doesn't like the lukewarm. And I'm seeing now as we're talking about this, why he doesn't like the lukewarm. The lukewarm kind of caused a lot of confusion Mm. in their representation because they're not only representing light, but also darkness. Wow. So it's like 
when when you have someone that's lukewarm that's but representing both sides it's very it's a very unclear message mm-hmm. and i could see why god says for us believers either choose light or darkness but don't do don't do the middle mm-hmm. you know like wholeheartedly choose light or wholeheartedly choose, choose darkness. darkness yeah you know and that's something that i always say to myself as well like if we're going to do this with god like we have to do it wholeheartedly and if we just don't feel like it then just don't do anything at all Mm. gotta be for real yeah Yeah. can't be wishy-washy yeah can't be wishy-washy for me in my reality um i would say i don't know because i would say that i'm actively trying to see god wholeheartedly and as i get more into his word and prioritize like quiet time with him and prayer um i'm starting to get convicted about a lot more things that i usually wouldn't um and certain things that like i would allow like with my spirit i kind of can't um but i would say my weakest link when it comes to serving god wholeheartedly is entertainment um in every form um i love music i love tv i love books i love like all these things But all these things don't come with the spirit of God attached to them. Um, A lot of the music we listen to, a lot of the shows that we watch, um, they can affect you spiritually. They have spirits attached to them. um, And we are encouraged to, like, be cautious of what we let enter our eye gates and our ear gates and things like that. So I think for me, my weakest link would be with that because I have seasons where, like, I can, like, right now I'm in a season where I, like, cannot stand like secular music like and it's only been for the last couple of days but like i've realized that i am no longer at peace when i listen to it like the peace that i used to have like i just don't have that anymore like i'd rather just ride in silence or play worship music um and i'm not judging anybody that still does because everyone's convictions are personal to them but for me music influences me in a different way than it would for like i guess anybody else like certain songs for me are attached to certain times in my life and they bring back nostalgia and emotions and just stuff that i don't want to deal with so for me it's just like sticking to that and being able to let go because another um another tiktok video that i was watching this woman was talking about the things that she and her husband like sacrificed or let go of And it made me ask myself, like, what are you willing to let go of to follow God? Because we serve a God that wants so much for us. He wants to give us joy and peace and Mm -hmm. hope and all the fruits Mm -hmm. of the spirit, like all the things. But we always limit, we limit him to only so much because we don't believe in, like, he's like Lord of our life, I guess, but he's not like savior. Like, we know in our mind what Jesus did on the cross. Mm-hmm. We know in our mind that God sacrifices only son. We know in our mind that God loves us, but it's like in our heart, it's not like we don't act like we know it. So our actions show otherwise. Mm-hmm. But like, another thing we have to, that I've been thinking about too is like, none of this stuff really matters. Mm-hmm. None of this stuff matters. And at the end of the day, it's literally all going to burn. It's all going to crash and burn and crumble. And what Lewis also said in his message was we are wired for eternity. Like, Mm -hmm. eternity is our goal. That is the race. 
that we're running. That's what we're running for. We were not meant to be temporary beings. And to be honest, our spiritual man is who we are, really. This is this is borrowed. Mm-hmm. This does not belong to me. This don't I'm borrowing this. And the only thing God told me to do with it is be a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing unto him, right? Mm-hmm. But like I was telling um, my best friend the other day, um, we literally just waste time and we waste God's resources and we don't look at the bigger picture, which is you may not m- be here until Jesus comes. Mm-hmm. You may not be here until the rapture. You may not be here until Armageddon or whatever. Mm-hmm. You might not even make it to tomorrow. So like what is stopping you in today from literally giving your all to God because you don't know which breath is your last. And Mm. if you had to ask yourself in that very moment, where am I going when I die? And you don't know, it just goes to show that maybe your priorities aren't. And these are things that convict me daily. And Mm. even when I get into my fear of, oh my God, the world is gonna end soon type of thing, I, the Holy Spirit always takes me back to that Matthew 6.33. Seek first the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Your job is not to worry when the end is. You're not, your job is not to worry and try to do all this stuff or just live and sit and wait yeah. in your own cocoon. It's to seek God's kingdom still first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Share the good news and, and do what God has called you on this earth to do because the end should not be what you're worried about. Like, of course, I'm sure we all have our moments where it's just like, dang, I really got to die one day. Dang, we're going to blow up one day. Dang, Jesus is going to come one day. But like, with knowing all of this, then, like, what are we, what are we doing? I think, I think we have to um, focus more on being more intentional because most times we only think or remember God when something bad happens. Right. For some reason, mm-hmm. and I mean, even though it may be a cliche or something that's common, like yeah, we are human. Mm-hmm. We're human, so God already know how we are. Like mm-hmm. from day one, Adam. Say again, I don't need to say more. Yeah. But like, it's 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 something that I guess we default to because something bad happens. Mm-hmm. Because let's say if a death happens, then everybody's like, like, just sad. And mm-hmm. God, why? Think, yeah. talk, thinking about God, talking about God, and yeah. that's understandable. But don't do it out of fear. Like, we don't have to focus on the fear. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. when we focus on things just of this world and us, I guess, filling our pockets or meeting new people or meeting famous people or just things that we feel like would benefit our flesh like if we're being honest those things are literal crumbs compared to what god can offer us Mm, or not just what he can offer us but what and who he Mm, is and having jesus with us because like if you are i guess neglecting coming to God and, and acknowledging him, you're literally um, shortening yourself. Like, like you're limiting what you can actually have. Like, you actually have less leaving him alone rather than having more. 
by staying right. with him and having right. him That's by his a side. Word, right. mm-hmm. That is a word. Yeah. Um. Basically. Um. Earlier to what you said, Ebony. Like a good point as to why. Like I said, I'm not serving God wholeheartedly is because. I, you know, I'm too caught up in the human experience. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And like you said, like, this is all temporary. Mm-hmm. But, and like, we're built for eternity. So it's like, okay, we're, t- we're um, what was it saying? Okay, right. We're temporary, right? Mm-hmm. This is just the body, the flesh. Mm-hmm. And once we die, you know, we have our spirit, which is supposed to live on. But because this is all we know so far, mm-hmm. we're just so caught up in, in, in this. this. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And... The point that you said that we're eternal beings, it makes sense why everybody has like this thing where they don't want to die. Like if they could live forever, you know. Mm-hmm. True, that's so true. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we have the want mm-hmm. to, 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 to want to prosper and to, to, live, to live on forever. forever. And we already have that, but we... See, exactly, but mm-hmm. we're too caught up in what we have now. In this temporary place yeah. mm-hmm. that's a crumb that's a crumb to what god actually like a land of milk heaven is probably so indescribable there was a day when mm. we were taking ashton to work and i was having a moment like if you ask ashton every time i hear last days end of the world any of those triggering words i would literally turn the radio down or off mm. but lately i've stopped doing that because like we perish for a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I can't stay in the dark or be ignorant because everything in prophecy is being like unfolded. If anything, I should want to know to be aware so that I'm not spiritually asleep. Mm-hmm. But this particular day we're driving and I don't know, I was just feeling it so heavy, like, oh my God, God, we really have to die. Like, oh my God, like the last days, oh my God. And I felt it so strong in my spirit that was just like, you're only afraid because this is all you know. Mm-hmm. you're only afraid because this is all you know but i'm sure if any one of us was to experience a touch of heaven just a little peek into what heaven will be like we would never waste another second mm-hmm. at that point we'd be like well god if this would you have for me then take me now because why would you send me back like there's this video of this young man that says that he has had that experience of going to hell and heaven Mm-hmm. And he said when he came back to earth, like he loved the people down here, but he didn't even want to be here for real. Like he was like, we don't even realize how e- just dirty the air is. And it's just like, like Ashton's, it's just crumbs. Like mm-hmm. we have to remind ourselves every day, like this don't matter. Like death was not even in God's original design right. in mm-hmm. the first place. Mm-hmm. But the, the funny thing is we know how ignorant we are, but we don't know how to fix it because I'm pretty sure if we all knew when we're going to die, we'll make sure leading up to that, we'll be the best possible person right. on yeah. this planet. Yeah. Right. And now, because we don't know, like like I said, every day we wake up. I mean, it's the usual. Mm-hmm. We think, as, as long as I go to sleep tonight, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. Yeah. And there's a chance that I won't. But from what I know, most likely mm-hmm. I'm going to wake up. And so because of that, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to procrastinate. You know, I'm going to push stuff that I'm supposed to be doing to the back because... As far as I know, there's nothing jeopardizing my life and jeopardizing yep. my life right. continuing. Because our perspective is so narrow. Yeah. Exactly. We think, simply put, I got time. I got yeah, time. I got time. time. I know but people, we really don't know what's going to happen. Yes, exactly. We don't know what's going to come. That's true. Like, you could, bl- like, people, like, did you know that a brain aneurysm could happen at any moment to anybody at any time? Did it, not know like, that. Like, j- just done. Mm-hmm. At 
any at any moment mm. to anybody like yeah it's a vapor um this like. young lady that i used to play with when i was a child um and i didn't even remember her until like a couple of months ago um she reached out she literally just passed away like a few nights ago mm-hmm. in a car accident right and i was telling my best friend i am sure she was planning for christmas Mm. I am sure she was planning for what she would eat when she got home with her son, what she was going to feed him if he needed to. I am sure she was thinking about this stuff. Mm -hmm. She did not make it to the next day. Death is so sudden Mm -hmm. and scary. And some of us aren't even physically dead, but spiritually we are dead. Mm. There is no light. Um, I wanted to touch on something. So I don't know who it was that said this earlier, but like um, certain Christians have this way of looking at, they look at other Christians and they're just like, well, they compare their life Mm -hmm. to the life of other Christians and they're just Just like, it's no, there's no difference. Mm -hmm. So they're just like, I don't have to change much, you know? And it just got me thinking like in with my walk with God what I've noticed about him, it's not about the materials. It's a, There's an experience that you have with God that you don't have like outside of him. Yeah. So I've seen people's testimonies and certain things will happen to them that do happen to people outside of the world. Wait, what did I just say? What, to people, people in the world. In the world, mm-hmm. right. Um, so the same thing could happen to two people, but there's a certain experience that someone has with God that they don't have outside of God. It's that there's that journey that you go on with God that just makes you be like, wow, you know, it's not the item. It's not the thing that he gives to you. It's just the fact that you are able to walk through it with him. It's his presence in your life. That's really just so that opens your eyes and see and makes you see yeah. like this is the this is the choice yeah. mm-hmm. this is where i need to be and that's what really encourages me to stay over on like the narrow path because you know i'm not going to get i'm not going to get this experience anywhere, anywhere else. else i've been at this place of always striving 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 trying to meet this goal and that goal and i've met goals and i felt so empty inside and i'm like okay so if it's not the destination that's filling me up then what's supposed to fill me up and i realized that it's god it's mm, it's so him. good mm-hmm. so good so. it's not about what he does for us it's not about what he can do um i've been in a place where i'm trying to just serve and worship god for who he is yeah. um and just to remember like Even as simple as my best friend uh, telling me yesterday, she was like, I'll figure it out. And I was just like, you're not alone. Like, we don't even notice the hyper-independence that we have. Like, from what you were saying in the beginning, like, just trying to do it yourself. Oh, yeah. Like, and Lewis even said in his message, once again, shout out to Lewis. Um, He said that the source of the standard Wait, what did he say? No, I need to actually. I, I ain't even. I don't want to butcher your point, Lewis. So I'm. I I'm gonna get it in my notes. But he um, mentions um, why are you being weird to me. He mentioned something about the standard, right? Okay, so he said, the same God that called us to the standard is the source of the ability of that standard. So the same God 
that calls us to live a certain lifestyle, to be obedient to certain commands. Mm. Mm. It's the good. source where that comes from. That's good. So we try to make it to a standard without the manufacturer of the standard. Mm -hmm. So now, like I always say, you trying to take your Toyota to Honda and it's not working out because you can't fix it. Right. Because you're not going back to the source, mm -hmm. the one who created the standard. And the Bible is just so, it's just so good. Mm -hmm. It's so, as much as we think that it's spiritual, it is so practical yeah it is so practical like in hebrews it tells you to like just cut off anything that causes you to trip up in sin like don't just cut off the sin like cut off the thing that so easily trips you up mm -hmm. so you could continue running the race um Chop that god up. is like just just remove Chop it, it. All off. because our issue too is we subject ourselves to the things that we struggle with that lead us to sin like it doesn't cause us to sin, but it persuades, it influences yeah. the mm -hmm. sin. So certain places you don't go, like this is stuff we said in so many episodes yeah. before, but it's just like now um, I'm in a place where I'm learning that it's not just about like what my spirit does, it's what I do. It's what my hands do, what my body, what my body does. Mm -hmm. Because another thing you got to remember is it's, once again from Lewis's message it's not just about behavior modification it's about heart transformation period because mm -hmm. you could go to church every week serve and do this but your heart could be like rock solid yeah, yeah. that's a good point I, <laughs> it's a funny thing because there's this way that I used to think which I think I've pretty much grown out of but it was the case where, like, I would look at people who, you know, who claim that they're Christian. And, mm -hmm. like, this goes back to the lukewarm Christian thing that you were saying. And it's like, okay, I see what they're doing, and I see what I'm doing. Now, I'm not doing as bad as some of the things that they're doing. Yeah. So, honestly, in the end, oh. I'm, I, have, I have a better chance the, I'm of I'm better than you, Christianity. Okay. Like, okay. I don't sin as much okay. as them. Yeah. So okay. But, but it's not, like, in the sense that, like, I'm better than you, but more mm -hmm. of the sense, like, when we get to the end, like, on Judgment Day. I'll probably. I, I got a better chance. I, I got okay. a better. Oh, Understood. I, I feel Understood. you. And that's something I, like, to this day still have to pray about. Because mm -hmm. the last thing wrong. I want to be is holier than thou. Yeah. Or make people feel like, oh, your sin, I'm better than you because my sin isn't as bad as right, your sin. Right. Sin is sin. Sin mm -hmm. is sin. Sin, transgression, yeah. iniquity. They're, they're different <laughs> levels, so but like, they're the same. So, like, when you said it has more to do with heart transformation than behavior modification. Yeah, it does. I think I think that hits it right there. You could be doing, yeah. and you could be in church from Monday to Sunday and still bust hell wide open. Like, you can still do that. Yeah. Going to church doesn't make you a believer in Christ with a good heart. It just makes you a churchgoer. That. That's a good point. If you're just yeah. going to church, then you're going to church. <laughs> yeah. Are you learning? Is your heart right. for things changing? Are you finding healing? Yeah. If, if none of that is happening, then essentially you're just going to church. Mm -hmm. Is your community helping you grow? Do you have anybody that you're transparent with? Are you? Is there mentorship? Exactly. Right? Or are yeah. you just going Be to church and hearing the word? Because a part of that is is what you do when you're observed versus what you do when you're not being observed. Yeah. So like. People, there's this question all the time, like, oh, you know, if you press this button, some random person in the world dies, but you get a million dollars, you know, and you have the button to yourself by yourself. You're like, okay, I'm not going to know who the person is. So I'm going to press it. 
so I can get the million dollars. Yeah, but the thing about that is God still saw you. Yeah, see, the thing, but God saw you, but if you're not thinking about God, that's, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You're just thinking to yourself, well, I'm about to get a million dollars, which is wrong, because you're giving up a life for that million dollars. You just killed a five-year-old who had their whole life ahead of them. But, of course, if you're, that's if you're, that's behavior modification, because I'm pretty sure if there's a, a group of people watching you, you gotta be like, no, I'm not that bad. I'm not gonna press the button. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you any you probably are that bad, but you, you just don't want people to think. But under, right. for heart transformation, you wouldn't press the button. Period. Is that? Yeah. You right. say what? Squid Game. I didn't watch it. So I didn't watch uh, it either. Kinda. Uh, yeah, because everybody that dies it, it adds money to the pool. And you know what's uh, so funny about that is we hate to open up to people and tell them where we're at or mm-hmm. tell them about our sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but God was there when you did it. You're more concerned about me, another sinner, than you are of our good Lord and Savior. Yeah, I'm saying. And, like, I guess my last and final um, heavy thought is, like, I've had a few friends, you know, that have told me that they aren't ready to serve in church yet. They aren't ready to commit. They aren't ready to give their lives to God yet because they're still, like, living in the world, like, and they acknowledge that. Um, What are you waiting for? I be because like you are taking God for granted mm-hmm. every single moment that you are willingly living outside of his will for your life. And we all we are all guilty of that. I'm not ready yet, so I'm going to do what I want. That life is not yours. And every second that you spend outside of God's will is not just harming you, but it is harming the people that God needs you to bring to him. Mm. The people you need to plant seeds in. Mm-hmm. Yes, God can use anybody. He can still use me even if I'm in the world. Yeah, that's true. But you are limiting the potential that God has for like the potential in you for what God needs you to do for the mission that he sent you on. Because you're play. being selfish. Your life is not about you. I'm looking mm-hmm. dead. And your life is not about you. Mm-hmm. It is about the people that are around you that you are called to serve because the big one of the biggest parts of this walk with God is service, not to yourself, to other people. And you come on now. Word. Just ex- we gotta stop making excuses. Tomorrow is not promised. Mm-hmm. Look at the world around us. There is more darkness happening than light. We are called to be that light. And your excuse for not being that light is because you wanna party and drink some more. It's because you want to be comfortable in your fornication. You want to be comfortable in the hatred that you hold for your daddy for the last 10 years instead of going to therapy, instead of doing the work. We are too comfortable in a place that's so temporary. Right. We afraid to die. You going to die anyway. Everything is temporary. Everything except the eternal life that we're promised is temporary. Everything that you know And that just leads me. And and don't even serve God because you don't want to go to hell. Because at the same time, I saw a video. We sent ourselves there. We, we, we do it. It's on us. So the question is, when are you going to stand up? When are you going to stand up and fight the good fight? Because you are no longer in bondage. I was telling Ashley this earlier. Jesus died to free us from sin, and we still walk around with shackles on our feet and in bondage as if God didn't already defeat all of this when he sent his son to die and be raised again. What are young people, what are we doing? And the thing is, 
um like we act like it's something that we're gonna regret but you won't regret god like Ever. It, it won't take anything from you it, it's gonna give you something it's gonna give you life yes. it's gonna give you it's gonna fill your spirit yes. because renew like, your strength exactly like the way we see it we see it as oh i don't have time for that oh it's gonna take me away from doing this or oh, it's gonna take me we looking at it we um a lot of times we look at it from the worldly point of view yeah like i'm sure the time that you think you're gonna lose doing whatever you are trying to do that you think you can let go of for five minutes yeah, it don't it's even it's something that probably won't even matter a year from, from when you're doing mm-hmm. it yes come mm-hmm. on you ain't gonna ever miss out on nothing worth having when you follow god yeah and whether your obedience is rewarded earthly or eternally your reward is great god sees your obedience and it will never go unanswered Mm -hmm. whether it be hell or in heaven there is a a reward for it it's not all for nothing you're not missing out on anything the world wants you to think that you are our flesh Mm -hmm. wants us to feel like you missing out you missing out how you can live without this and it goes back to what we was talking about in in the boundaries episode set them boundaries do what you have to do because at the end of the day the people influencing you to live in the world have to answer to god for themselves Mm -hmm. and so do you and the thing is, the, the world wants us to be ignorant. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. Don't, they don't want us to educate ourselves. Right, and right. once you get closer to God and you bring Jesus within your heart, yeah. like, your knowledge increases. Yep. You are provided more and more information. And with that, you can actually free yourself. You can free your mind. You can free your spirit. Take the shackles. Like, you can free mind. yourself from so mental right. slavery. And that is a real thing. I because. All of the influences or the influences and corporations or whatever powers of entity mm-hmm. that, that are on this earth that want you to be ignorant. Like ignorant. Yeah. They don't want you to educate yourself on what's they actually want you to right. Stay in the what's dark, actually the truth. In the darkness. The truth literally sets you free. Yeah. If, if, what, if, what did Jesus realize, say? I am the way, the, way, the, the truth, truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like we we praise God. So mm-hmm. like we see it as oh a normal media thing, but let's be honest. Just about every corporation or every entity that has an influence on your life, and that's everybody who's listening or watching this. They always somehow have their hand or their their fingers dipped inside the truth mm-hmm. and it's persuaded on millions of different um platforms all around the world different eyes like it's it's something being persuaded because they don't want actual truth to be out yeah and what i love right now is that there is no like outward image of what a christian like looks like there's so many different looking people in the body of christ right now yeah and that has been very encouraging to me as a young adult because i used to have this view of christians as as really like stuck up and holier than thou so if that's what intimidates you to even come like into the kingdom of god and be like i'm not ready yet 
then like just do some research and you'll see there's so many tiktoks of people that just don't look like christians but like they're serving god like there's a place for you so don't let that hold you back and also too what helped me is looking (coughs) sorry (coughs) looking up um looking up testimonies from people and their experience with god and you know there's different kinds of testimonies too like people have had testimonies in their relationships with maybe a testimony with fornication maybe a testimony with alcohol drugs whatever you name it like just search it up and you will see it Mm -hmm. and you will see like what god has done in that person's life and i i kid you not like you will want it because you can never have an experience like that outside of god you just can't you know like this is real this mm. is a real thing over here. Like, yeah. it's not just something that we say just to say it. Okay, well, that there was a really loud sound, but... That was a motorcycle or a car or something. Or a horn. Okay. Mm. But yeah, like I was saying, like, this is not just something that we say. Like, it's actually something to be experienced. Like, yeah. you can trust every single word that you read in the Bible. Like, it, every it is thing. real life. Yeah. Like, it is real life. Like, take it on. Because I feel like this generation coming forward is really after what's real and if it's not real then they don't want it they're just like you know i'll just i'll just figure it out for myself i'll just see for myself and you could test it i've seen testimonies with people who really told god like this is who you say you are because god wants us to remind us of what he said yeah he don't want you to just know what he said remind him you told me that you had a plan and a purpose for my life Mm -hmm. i need to see it yeah i've seen a couple of testimonies just today where this lady was about to have an abortion for two weeks she ain't heard nothing from god and she was like god this is the last night tomorrow i'm about to go get it done if you don't answer me tonight i am going to abort this baby she said everything in our house stood still like dead silent and she heard god say to her clear as day he is going to be your either biggest or greatest blessing Mm. right so she got she kept the baby got she was 16 kept the baby got an ultrasound everything is saying it's a girl it's a girl it's a girl she said no my baby's a boy because god said he's going to be okay right Mm -hmm. she had the baby it was a boy yep how how God ain't real? You can't you can't make this stuff up. You can't no. You really can't. This girl lost her job. Lost lost her job. Mm-hmm. She just had started back her relationship with God. She was on her way home crying. God, how huh, I'm gonna pay my rent? You like yelling at him like you say you're a provider. Da, 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 da. Like I need to see it because if I don't see it, I can't pay my rent. A random man made a U-turn while she was walking home, mm-hmm. and was like, um, "How are you or whatever?" and Hugged. She warmed up to him after a bit. He gave her $300. Random stranger. Wow. I feel like God wanted me to. Like, wow. You you cannot no. make this stuff no. up. Like, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called to his purpose. Yes. All things. And what we're not sitting here trying to tell y'all is life's so much easier on this side. No. Everything's good on this side. That is not what we're saying. Mm-hmm. But the difference between living in the world and living in Christ and going through hard times is you have someone right there in the fire taking the heat with you mm-hmm. every single step of the way. Mm-hmm. You have someone you could trust and know. I know life looks so crazy right now. I know I feel like this is my rock bottom. But this is what God said about me in his word. Mm-hmm. This is what he promised me. And I know it might not, I might not see it right now. 
But if I trust and believe in him, it's coming. Right. It's not easy, but I promise y'all, it is so worth it to every day pick up your cross and bear it. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy. Yes, it is hard, but it's not impossible. And somehow we equate hard and impossible to be the same things. And mm. they are not. Mm. So that that was my final. Anybody else got any? This was so good. I think I always say this, <laughs> but I feel like this was like, one of my favorites because we ain't just talking but like we're convicting each other with everything that we're saying mm-hmm. like this like i sit down and rewatch these videos and i get convicted every time because that like this is real yeah this is real and god corrects who he loves and conviction is good mm-hmm. when you get numb to the voice of god that's when you need to worry that's when that's when we need to worry but when we every time you see you doing something worldly and you know that it is and you keep feeling that tug on your heart that's god man yeah Yeah. and he calling you are you are you gonna i was i was just thinking that any anytime you have that feeling that's saying go against something that's Mm -hmm. being presented to you Mm -hmm. you know that's the holy spirit yeah if you being saying yes and going along with everything Mm -hmm. for your entire life then I have some words for you. Please stop. (laughs) (laughs) I have some words for you. Please stop. (laughs) Try to stop. You know, catch yourself. Catch yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. Say a a prayer. And Mm -hmm. find God. If you need help, listen to No Gray by uh, Jonathan McReynolds. Because, like, yeah, we got to get it together, man. And... That's why we started this podcast, not just to share with other people, but to be here for each other, to to help each other grow in Christ, because we can't gatekeep the gospel. The gospel ain't just for us. It's mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody. So, um, yeah. And like, we're not brainwashed Christians. I just want to say that because <laughs> I know like somebody's going to listen to this and be like, oh, they're brainwashed Christians. No. <coughs> um, all, all of my all of my knowledge coming from these headphones right now. I'm being programmed. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that's not that's not the case. Nope. Like like I said a few moments ago, like this is real. I used to look at Christians actually transparency and all like transparency. I used to look at Christians that would talk like this and you know God Jesus, you know, and I was just like what like why are they (laughs) acting like that like truly like i used to but like and i don't know if they were just some people are putting on a show but that's another conversation Mm. um but like what i have found honestly going through hard times with god there is something about it something about like his love being there for you in hard times mm-hmm. is so much better than achieving and just achieving one thing after the other. There's just something so much more satisfying yeah. when he's there yes. with you, like in the fire. So good. Because it's so much more memorable. Yeah. Like this is my word of mouth, like just explanation of what i've gone through like Mm. there's just so much there's something just so much better about like looking back at that hard time and seeing that he was there this invisible force was there Mm -hmm. covering you acknowledging you and you can see him act not you can see it 
like him acknowledge you or sometimes you can't even explain it yeah like how you know but you just know that you know that like god spoke to you in that moment Mm -hmm. gave you that verse that you needed right to hear in that moment there's just something very beautiful about that in comparison to just have getting achieving this goal or getting this material or that material or going to this place or that place crumbs it does okay crumbs <laughs> crumbs right crumbs it's never going to fill you up in the way that god will so that's th- that's my last um Trey, you words. have any final remarks <sighs> anything crummy no. My final remarks are that um, I need to learn this as well, that everything is temporary and I will ha- need to move accordingly. Yeah. Well, except for the love of God and Don't eternal worry, life after got, that. You got some nice accountability partners. We, we got you. Um, I don't know. Um, I think I'm, I'm not going to do the whole like, comment, subscribe spiel thing that we do. I think from here on out, we're just not going to do that. We're just going to close it. Like... Just gonna close it. That's what I feel in my spirit, so we gonna do it. Be easy. Be breezy. I'm taking my I'm taking my, you know, thing from Tim Ross or the basement podcast. Y'all go watch the basement, it's lit. But yeah, it's been fun, y'all. Um MTC on our coffee gats. MTC <laughs> on three guys. One, two, three. MTC. MTC. <laughs> Bye, y'all.